she's wonderful. Recording okay. has started. <laughs> that was fantastic. Um, well, hello everyone, and uh, <laughs> what's up? This is uh, Get Out of Gaming podcast, episode thirteen. Um, I'm one of your hosts, as always, Spencer. Uh, joining me today, we have Ben over there on his side of the universe. What's up, Ben? Hey, what's going on? Not a whole lot, man. And um, also joining us today is Alex. How you doing, Alex? Hello, hello. I'm. I want to leave my apartment, please. <laughs> have you guys like been out uh, taking walks and stuff like that? At least getting out. Um, the sun? I did the f- a couple weeks ago, but I haven't mm-hmm. since. Okay. I so. have been doing a lot of work in my yard. Um, nice. Yeah. <clears throat> obviously, obviously, you guys have been in my neighborhood. And I got a lot of dandelions in a lot of areas that are not well maintained. So uh, I I think the look I'm getting from people will stop now that I've done all this work. So yeah, any excuse to get outside, really, honestly. Like uh, my fiance and I've been outside skateboarding. And, well, I've been skateboarding. She roller skates a lot because she's in roller derby and stuff. So we've been doing that a lot. And uh, we actually just took a walk earlier today and uh, skated a bit so yeah, I mean, it's nice to get out though in yeah, this time I'm everybody sure. i would recommend it so you know get out stretch his legs see the sun and remember that it, it is a uh, much less stuffy outside of your your home so exactly um, just don't have parties like my neighbors oh my god it's, really your neighbors it's like are college still, like students. having get-togethers well they're all out, they were all outside earlier there's like five or six of them and more people showed up they're like thanks for showing up so i'm late they're That's college students Dude, yeah, I have, like, uh, it's, it's a Corona party. Yeah, see, I live outside of the <laughs> nice. um, like, yeah, a <laughs> Corona party. Yeah, right, right outside <laughs> the uh, police station here, though, in our town, yeah. and um, or the academy, sorry. And there are just always police officers like swarmed together. I, I swear, <sighs> in groups of no less than like five or six at a time, and they're all huddled up right next to each other. I just find wow. it really funny. So. Um, let's go ahead and just move on to some news, though, and stop talking about everything else in life. Um, yeah. We have some housekeeping for you guys though today. A lot of this is about PlayStation though. Um, all the news Yay. topics. I didn't share any of this with you guys earlier, so no, you have you no didn't. idea what to expect. I hope you're ready for a bunch of PlayStation stuff. Um, you know, we're going to be talking about, of course, what we've been playing as well, everyone. And uh, I think we're going to save Alex for the last person on today, just because of what he's been playing. I think it's most relevant to everybody in their life. Um, and then, you know, our um, our sponsors not gone away either. Circle City Comics, they're doing a bunch of stuff on Facebook still. So uh, we'll talk about them a little bit later on in the episode. Um, and if you guys like what we're doing, you know, always follow us on Twitter and hit that like button. What do they say? Smash that button. Smash yeah, that smash button. That like button. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give us some smashes on those. Subscribe. Feeds. Yeah, subscribe. <laughs> that, that would be really cool, though, you know, all jokes aside. Um, but, uh, yeah, let's go ahead and move on to what we're playing, though. So, um, Ben, what you been playing, man, under quarantine? Well, I, I, I've been telling Spencer and Alex that I have spent way too much on eBay bidding on NES games. <laughs> um, I did finish Super Mario World. Um, nice, dude. Cool. On my uh, SNES Classic. Um, but I have been playing some older stuff that I've been meaning to get to. So I've been playing uh, Nino Kuni 2, mm. um, oh, playing okay. The Messenger. <laughs> Uh, every oh. now and then, yeah, I love that game. Oh my yeah. gosh, it's so much so fun. good. Uh, you know, I've been playing that every now and then, jumping into Battlefront. Um, Battlefront is weird because if you don't play it for a while and then you jump back in, you instantly suck. Um, yeah, 
I think any yeah. online shooter is kind of like that, man. I'm experiencing the same thing with Warzone a lot, actually, because I stepped away from it for four or five days and just played two or three nights ago, and it was just a mess, honestly. Yeah, uh, my son plays a ton of uh, Call of Duty, um, the same one you play. Uh, it is fantastic to listen to him yell more at that than on Fortnite. Um, <laughs> thank God my beer has not ran out during the quarantine. Nice, nice. Um, but that's been pretty much it. The only other thing I I rebooted up was uh, Grand Theft Auto, uh, and I'm starting the story completely over and making different choices this time. So now I've never finished a Grand Theft Auto game. Are you just playing through GTA V's like campaign? Yeah. So this one's weird because you have three different people. I don't know how much of you've played of it. Uh, um, I'm virtually not, not none to... um, of okay. five, honestly. Yeah. This one's the best written one that I've ever played. Um, the story is fantastic, and it takes three different stories and, and rounds them together. Um, out of all of them, and I've played every single Grand Theft Auto, uh, this has been my favorite. And, um, you know, you have a decision to make. At, there's a couple decisions you make, but there's a major one at the very end. And so the first time I made this one decision, but this time around, I'm going to make the opposite, and it may involve me taking out a main character. So, oh, yeah, I didn't realize yeah. there were things like that in that game. And this game is so huge. It's like Red Dead 2 where you're like, oh, my God, it's like ridiculously big. Um, but I feel it's easier to get to point A to point B, especially when you have vehicles and jets and all that stuff. So, yeah, yeah, it, I would definitely say it's a game worth getting. Like I own it and it's my seventh time owning it, I think. Uh, <laughs> you know, but here's the... Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, continue. Oh, I was just saying, I'm just playing on keeping this one. Yeah, yeah. See, that's the the thing about GTA is like I've had it and I've owned it. I think for at least two years now. I got it a couple of years back when it was on sale for like twenty dollars or something, and uh, I've downloaded it to my console three or four times. And that game is so ridiculously like a large in scale, and it just takes so long to download for some reason. I don't know what it is about that game in particular, but it, it takes longer than any other game, even of its size. Um, so some, something with like the the innards and innards and the way that game works, but it just takes forever to download. So I said, you know, screw it. Last time I deleted it for like the third time off my console and haven't gone back. It's I, the best part is is it, when you you can switch between characters, but when you're not doing major story plots, <laughs> you can do anything. There's side mission. I mean, hours and hours worth of stuff. It's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. And then. You know, you can even go in the middle of the ocean. I mean, it's just, it's ridiculous. It's just so much stuff. Uh, you know, and I, I I haven't played a lot of that, but I've been really, really, Ninu Kuni 2, I never finished. So, uh, and Messenger sucks because you, like, play it, and you're like, I'm only going to play for a little bit, and then you get sucked into, like, 40, 50 minutes into it. It's so good, so, though. It is, and it's it's crazy because the, the writing is so funny. <laughs> um, I was not expecting it to be so funny. Yeah. Man, what speaking of um, writing, I was about to say the game I'm playing has terrible writing. But <laughs> What are you playing, Spencer? Oh, Cosmic Star Heroine. Have you guys heard of it? No. You you showed it to me the other day. Oh, yeah, okay. I couldn't remember who I was talking uh, to about this. Was Did I send this in a group message, Alex? Did I tell you about this game at all? I don't remember. Maybe. <laughs> okay. Well, I was busy okay. with other things. <laughs> it is straight up a Chrono Trigger clone. Um, and okay. I'm playing only... that right now. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's right. Um, are you still streaming it? Ha. 
No. <laughs> he says no. Okay, well, you need to get back to that. Uh, and then yeah, check out Cosmic Star Heroin after you finish okay. it, um, you know, 60, 70 mm-hmm. hours later. Um, but, yeah, this game is, like, $4 right now on the uh, eShop. So, honestly, I hate to admit it, but that is what turned me on to it um, at first. You know, I was just scrolling through trying to find a cheap game to play the other day because I didn't know what I wanted to play and uh, stumbled across this. I looked at a few screenshots. I was like, yeah, this looks like Chrono Trigger. I'll check it out. Straight up, um, the game doesn't mess around at all. It just gets you right into battle within, like, two or three minutes, which I really appreciate. Um, you know, I gave... I, I have it broken down here into six categories, uh, just because mm-hmm. I thought it'd be a really easy way to share with listeners and you guys uh, how I feel about it overall. So I'm going to just read through these categories really quick. I have style as the first category, okay? Um, and the style of this game is just terrific, okay? Um it is it is great on this scale. Not fantastic, which is the best, but it is great. Um, if it had better music, which I have as a separate category, the second category, um, the music is pretty just okay. It's like serviceable, I would say, um, compared to most RPGs. It's not nearly as catchy as like Final Fantasy um, or anything like that. I guess Chrono Trigger, you know, I'll have like really good battle theme music and, um, you know, the, what's the, what's the, the victory tone, you know, like Final Fantasy. Yes, yes, nothing that good and catchy. So, um, the dialogue super poor. <laughs> Worst part about <laughs> the game, guys. It is, it is laughable. And I have some screenshots too of not only like spelling errors and stuff like that, just like straight up just piss poor dialogue. It sounds like a, a third grader wrote it, honestly. But uh, other than wow. that, yeah, no, I mean, other than that though, it, 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 I'm getting more uh, progressively better here. So just wait. Um, uh, I have the graphics are fantastic. This game just looks so goddamn pretty. Like uh, one of the best looking 16-bit like JRPGs that I've seen. Um, the game came out in 2017, so it's only like a few years old too, mind you. Um, but it looks nicer than things like Stardew Valley, which I'm a huge fan of, um, and games like that. So, um, and then I have combat here, which is just freaking fantastic. Um, Combat is straight up the best part about this game, and it's the best part about, you know, that's what makes most RPGs, in my opinion. Um, I know, Alex, you play a lot of JRPGs, right? I do. Okay, what sucks you into Chrono Trigger's combat? Um, so right now, uh, so I have to specify, um, when I used to, when I played the game originally, I hated the combat. Um, now I love it, because now I actually understand it. So the thing I like about the combat is that um, there's that ATB meter, um, Mm -hmm. but everyone's ATB comes up pretty much at the same time, and you can just switch between whoever you actually want to attack, or you can also do, like, the combos. And um, it's just nice, because, like, if I want... um, I forget people's names because I haven't played it for a long time. So let's just say Chrono. If I want Chrono to, like, not attack because he only does physical right now, then I will just avoid him and just let the other people's ATBs go up or, like, just have him just be ready for, like, healing or something like that. Yeah, it's more than just that that initial turn-based combat. There's there's multiple systems at work there. Yeah, it's actually, it's tactical. (laughs) Exactly, and that's what makes Cosmic Star Heroin so good. There are three just, like, really unique systems in play in combat that um, I want to dive into just a little bit here. Um, there's a thing called hyperstate, first and foremost, okay? So every character, depending on your, like, um, equipment, um, 
basically, yeah, the way your equipment's set up for each individual character and your stats, um, it will you'll have a little hyper meter, a uh, hyper meter basically that's anywhere from one to five bars. Um, and then every turn that passes, you get one like one notch on your hyper meter. And then once it's all the way filled, you basically do like this, you know, super strong attack in your hyper state is what, what it's called. Um, so you kind of have to like always look at your hyper state A and think of just ways you can maximize damage, basically, or healing, you know. Um, if your hyperstate is full and you use a heal spell, you know, it's going to be, you know, extra healing. Um, and then there's also style at play. So every attack or ability is basically worth a certain amount of style that you have, um, and that's just kept track under your HP. And um, the higher your style is, basically, when you do these certain attacks called burst attacks, uh, it'll drain your style meter completely, but obviously the higher the style you have, the more damage and the extra, like, healing or whatever it'll do. So you have to, like, keep all three of these things at play and basically maximize your burst attacks to trigger when your hyperstate is active. And that's just, like, I don't know, it's just really fascinating, I find. So, um, Alex, let's really move cool on to that. you. Oh, it is, it is awesome. If you guys are, like, JRPG fans at all... I would check this game out. It's I'm looking cool. at it right now. It's cool. Like it reminds me of, um, yeah, it's cross between like Chrono Trigger and uh, Persona Three or Persona Four, where like you can see uh, the attack, like the the order of attacks as well. Like you oh, can see on like the, side the, of the screen. Yeah, I didn't even touch on that. Yeah, it's like Advanced Wars ish almost. Um, yeah, um, and that that is really cool too. Yeah, so um, you know that that's another part of the the turn basedness like. Uh, that never changes according to speed or anything. It's just set mm -hmm. like that at the beginning, and then you know, yeah, that that is another layer to it though. So yeah, this game yeah. is just awesome, man. It also has like four different difficulty settings too. Um, I'm mm -hmm. playing on the third hardest one right now, so I am dying quite a bit. It's it's pretty, it's it's fascinating because the game is actually linear at at heart. So like, and, and enemies don't respawn; they're just on the map. So like, once you kill them, like you would think like any other rpg you could just go and grind kind of uh you, you don't grind in the initial sense the the way you grind here is like you pull up your menu your main menu and um there's just a battle button basically and if you hit the battle button it takes you to a random battle of like one of your last three battles so um huh. it's, it's really good though guys i would check it out uh, yeah. i did want to move before i talk too long about this four dollar <laughs> game uh, Alex, yes. you are playing because that is very just awesome right now, and I'm a little jealous. So, so what do you want to know? And also, speaking of linear games, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh okay. no, no, that's okay though. That's okay. Um, I mean, yeah. I, I want to know spoiler-free thoughts on Final Fantasy VII remake. How do I do the spoiler three? Spoiler-free. Um, <laughs> so this game is good. I like this game a lot. All right, we're starting off good. <laughs> um, I will probably play this again at some point. I don't want to play it right now because I want to play other things. Like, I could. I could just go back to it. I did actually go back to it um, a little bit ago because um, this isn't really spoilers, I guess. Um, once you beat the game, you get chapter select, so you can go back and go to specific moments and, like, How find that... items and things. Yeah, how does that work with your stats? Do you just start off with your your stats as is from the end of the game, or yeah, um, mm -hmm. really? Okay, that's yep. cool. Yeah, so you can just go to wherever you want to, and it's basically just a 
interesting new game plus so you can experience a bunch of things because okay, there so are a lot of like choices a, a easy mode that you can unlock after the game is finished in a way yeah i mean there's also a hard it. mode as well so and you there's a trophy um for like completing each chapter on hard mode so mm-hmm. like you can just choose like which ones i guess you want to tackle on hard mode first and then go through it later maybe or i don't know if you really liked a certain segment you could go back to that one um combat is very very nice um it's a cross between well, it's a better final fantasy 15 first of all cool final, final fantasy 15 combat's really weird and auto battle and i hate it um <laughs> this game reminds me it's like cross between um let's see kingdom hearts where it has like the action style battle and like tactical motions as well um for like items and healing and stuff like that but then it also kind of feels like dark souls at times like just where like i am con- i play on normal i was constantly like dodge mm-hmm. rolling and um switching between party members and just like trying to stay away and you so have you guys evasion, played the... evasion a big part of this like evasion thing? and um also not necessarily parrying but um did either of you play the demo no, I didn't I, actually. I, I, didn't I mean, I, I played a previous demo. I oh, right. Say. So okay. I, I do know how the rolling feels, and I would, yeah, I would compare it more to a Dark Souls than a um, like any MMO. You know, like how, yeah. how MMOs have just like a a dodge button, or like even Diablo. Or like there's weight to you, so like that's exactly. why it felt like a Dark Souls or something. Mm-hmm. But um, there's that stagger meter, so like a lot of different um bosses and like. Uh, enemies as well like they're weak to certain things so you can or um you have certain attacks that can increase a stagger meter so basically um what that does is if you get the stagger meter um all the way then they break their formation they're like stunned for a certain amount of time and then you can just wail on them um that's pretty much how the game wants you to play it wants you to find weaknesses or it wants you to use certain um attacks in order to get them high enough to where then you can just defeat them because otherwise if you don't utilize that stagger meter you'll be stuck there in a battle for like 20 30 minutes uh, that's what happened to the, me on one of them yeah are finding the weak points pretty difficult and it sounds like sometimes it might be difficult um it depends like each i was listening to um some podcasts after i beat this um go check them out at yeah. some podcast uh some podcasts <laughs> uh, multiple plural uh what's his name emron right? oh emron khan yeah yeah, yeah. The, um, um daily probably yeah well he's on like a bunch of different things it wasn't just yeah, yeah he was like, on their was... review as well man Games well i mean cast. like he was on like game explained and other things he like popped in and like every single thing i listened to about this game um he was like a <laughs> guest speaker and he described it as like every boss every enemy is like a puzzle you're just trying to figure out like how to uh just defeat the boss quicker or the enemy quicker um because yeah you can beat something faster if you just know how to do it but there are some enemies that like the stagger meter just doesn't go up correctly it's not telegraphed quite well um so like it takes a while or they're just beefy um there's a certain boss uh, i want to say like halfway through the game that just yeah it took me like 30 minutes but that's because i didn't know going into this fight that this boss is going to be here 
so I wasn't equipped well enough for like materia. Uh, I mm -hmm. also had um, uh, elemental like linked. Uh, have you both played the original? I'm assuming, right? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so like um, you know like elemental like if you if you have like linked materia, then you, you like fire and elemental. That means that your regular attacks yeah, um, yeah, will burst fire. with fire. Yeah. Yeah. So like I had oh, yeah. like, lightning or something, and because of that, um, this particular enemy kept switching between like different uh, elements, and there are like certain points where they were switched to lightning, and I didn't do any damage because I didn't set my materia right. <laughs> so there, I got punched. That? <laughs> yeah, do you think the game could have done a better job of explaining that to you now? Um, and the same goes, like, within, I guess, with regards to uh, telegraphing weak spots. Do you, Would you have preferred it, like, hold your hand a little bit more, I should say? I don't want to say that, but, like, do you, do you think, like, you know, there should have been, like, highlights on the enemies where the weak spots were? Well, or do you think it should have been easier to, like, They They do that eventually, depending on what they are. You get a certain material, like, pretty early in the game called Assess. Uh, assess. Um, I don't know why I said assess. Like <laughs> asset, I guess. Um, yeah, I know. I know why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and so you use that, and eventually you can increase as well to like just look at everyone's stats, like all of the enemies. So it will show you weaknesses. So once you assess them once, if they do a form change, just hit the touchpad again. And then it'll show you, like, their new weakness or whatever. So, like, it telegraphs it fine. It just, the game didn't really tell me that, hey, you'll get punished if you use Elemental. Hmm. I gotcha, I gotcha. <laughs> it cool. just was kind of annoying, but... <laughs> it, it does sound like, yeah, it does sound like you're enjoying it, though, overall. Um, right. Yes, um, you, you guys need to play and beat it? it so we can have a spoiler cast and talk, yeah. about, talk about this. Well, uh, I will say... Wait, sorry, you can continue. Oh no no! I was just gonna say that uh, um, I'm 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 not a hundred percent, but my birthday is next week, and my wife was like, "Hey, what are some things you want?" And so <laughs> I mentioned that. Now okay. I do know I do know she did buy me something. She bought me the uh, um, I think I showed you guys uh, limited run games. Did a Streets of Rage, um, yeah, in the old school clamshell from Sega. Yeah, yeah. I know she got me that, but she was asking about this, and she's like, what version? I said, I just want the normal version. I don't need the crazy, crazy version. Mm -hmm. So hopefully I get it. If not, I might just buy it for myself and not tell her. But uh, <laughs> I, I'm, it's on my list to play. Nice. Yeah. Hey, um, speaking of uh, Streets of Rage, do you guys want to segue on to the news? Because that's the uh, first news story. Or do you I just want to say one quick say? thing. Yeah, keep going. Um... You, without saying anything spoilery, people should have some sort of knowledge of the original game, or at least have played the game, the original game. I don't so think do this is a good to game. Like, to appreciate it, or? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. Uh. Um, well, you know, I, I just asked because, I mean, yeah, where, where do you think a newcomer is going to, like... Uh, like Newcomers will still enjoy it, it. Um, they just won't understand things. So they're going to be lost a little bit. That's fine. Yeah, it kind of hops around and does some... Uh, it, does, it doesn't explain as much as, like, the original game does. Let's just say that. Really? Gotcha. Okay. 
Oh, cool. I'm still looking forward to it. I cannot wait. And um, yeah, I'll probably be downloading it next time I get paid. So yeah, um, it but yeah, took let's... like 35 hours. <laughs> yeah, uh, to download or to beat? No, 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 just to beat. 35 hours Jesus about. Jesus Christ, those 4K textures, man. All right, uh, some news. <laughs> okay, news. <laughs> we have six items on the news roundup today, guys. Um, and Ooh. like I just hinted at a second ago, the first bit of the news starts off with some new release dates. Um, both Streets of Rage 4 and SpongeBob Battle for Bikini Bottom Rehydrated get release dates. Uh, THQ announces uh, SpongeBob will be released on June 23rd, while Streets of Rage is coming much sooner with an April 30th launch date. Uh, that is just 11 days away. Ben, how excited are you for Streets of Rage? Uh, so when I got my, my Sega Genesis, one of the first games I bought besides Sonic was Streets of Rage. And so for me, super excited, super excited that I'm getting it. Even better that it comes out on my birthday. That is uh, so cool. I mean, <laughs> you know, I've seen, I've been following them on Twitter and Facebook and they release a video like every week. And yeah. I think it was last week they released it. They're going to have all the original playable characters from all the old three games in the original sprites in the game. So, uh, and they're unlockable characters. So me, I'm going to play the crap out of this game. That's why I asked for the limited run game version. Cause I'll never get rid of it. Uh, I just, <laughs> I, I'm so excited. Well, I think we saw this at two E three ago's. So was it that long just, ago? Jeez. It, it's been a while. I mean, it was, <laughs> it, they showed like a quick, trailer like one year and then last year they actually showed a physical like gameplay so That's I, i'm stoked Super well stoked. i'm happy for you ben um you'll like to hear this but while i was cleaning out my spare room this weekend i found a um it actually two copies i have streets of rage two and three or one and two i think one and two on uh genesis with the cases oh so, uh, yeah yeah man i'll send you some pictures tonight but you'll like those um Let's move on, though, to the second bit of news that we have here uh, on the roundup. World War Z's developers, Cyber Interactive, or Saber Interactive, I'm sorry, uh, announced that the game will be receiving all new content alongside the launch of the Game of the Year edition, which is set to release on the Switch, which is kind of cool. Uh, they haven't given it a release date yet, but expect some more news here soon. Uh, I don't know if that does anything for you guys. Um, Aiden, my son, bought that. That game plays with my anxiety because you'll be fine and you'll be setting up stuff and you'll be like getting your guns ready. And it's like, it's kind of like you'll see over the, they just hoard you. I mean, there's like hundreds of thousands of these things. It's like the movie. Um, yeah. I, I don't play it because of that. I'm like, no, thank you. I don't, I don't play video games to be stressed out, but my son loves it. Um, I think he'll be great. Um, but yeah, I, I have not really played it. Yeah, I'm not uh, down for games that are anxiety-inducing right now and uh, stressful. Just uh, definitely not with everything that's going on in the world. And, um, you know, I uh, if people don't know, I just lost my cat this weekend, too. So, like, I tried to play Call of Duty after that, guys, and, like, I can't handle the stress of even Call of Duty anymore. So I think that's another reason why I'm playing the um, Cosmic Star Heroine, just to kind of, you know, ease my mind and... Um, yeah, just, just reduce the stress in my life right now because I don't need any of that. So uh, that'll be a skip for me on the Switch, but I do find it fascinating. Do you guys think that that game will like actually perform well on the Switch? No. Depends on the price. <laughs> he said no. <laughs> Depends on the price. Uh, um, yeah, because 
I, I remember them boasting just like the amount of zombies on screen. It was basically like, a, you know, there were more zombies moving than Days Gone had. Yeah. And I, I just don't see that working very well on the Switch hardware, but we'll see, I guess. Mm-hmm. That would be interesting to see. I want to see a side by side of like either Xbox One or a PlayStation 4. Not like the, the Pro or the, um, you know, the other one, but running against the switch version because i don't know that the switch is going to be able to keep up with it to be honest yeah it's probably going to make your switch really loud there are a few games that already do that and um yeah i I can see this being one of them is the witcher one of them yeah yeah yeah, witcher definitely makes my switch pretty pretty warm too like it it i feel like animal crossing does that to me oh really see really i haven't noticed that yet shelby has over 100 hours and the fan is pretty loud at times now I will say she's playing on the light though, so. Oh, uh, that's true. Yeah, maybe that's I'm why. Playing original, uh, so. Yeah, I do. I, I, oh, uh, okay. it was, it was, you're talking about like games that are not so stressful and like because it is a stressful time. Yeah, jeez. Oh, you know, my wife has just been stressed. She, you know, she's been on maternity leave, hmm. and uh, she walked back into being off maternity leave, and the sub didn't do any of the grading. Um, oh, that he was that's supposed nice. To. Nice. Um, and he was doing things he wasn't supposed to, like giving homework. Uh, anyone that knows my wife, she is a, this is the way to do it. So I have almost talked her into getting Animal Crossing and playing it. Nice. I'm almost there. She's playing Good the mobile one right now. Oh, yeah, that's She's... right. We talked about that. Dude, she, she okay. should get it. And then she could visit Shelby's Islands. And I don't know. They can pick each other's fruits. or I don't know how it works. There's so much to do that. on Animal Crossing. It really is, yeah. I have so she many turnips to... I buy. Well, even she, I even asked, she even asked you, so if I want to just get up, like, in the game and just do stuff in my house and just do stuff, I don't, like, have to do, like, set things. I said, not really, but you want to build your island up. And she's like, that actually sounds really fun. And I said, you know what? I think you should get it for yourself. You know, it, it, it's almost there. I think we're about 48% there that she wants to get it. It's yeah, nice. if she buys it for herself, too, that's the the clear sign that I think you won the battle, you know, if she buys it herself with her, yeah, yeah, she'll definitely be much more inclined to play it, I'm sure. So, Mm -hmm. um, all right, let's move on to the third story here on the news roundup. Uh, We have, um, PlayStation, uh, giving us some pretty happy news, but they are giving out, uh, PS to all PS4 players, uh, two pretty fantastic games for free. Um, they're calling it their play at home initiative. They are giving out the Uncharted Collection and uh, Journey, though, on PS4. So anybody with mm-hmm. a PlayStation 4 can grab those. Uh, their Play at Home initiative is also dumping $10 million into pockets of uh, independent developers, um, which is pretty sweet. Uh, I think it was Jim Ryan. I have a quote here. Uh, just a few minutes before this episode recorded, though, I accidentally deleted half of the page that I was working on, and I had to quickly rewrite a lot of it, and I'm realizing now I missed a bunch. So I don't have who the quote was from. I think it was Jim ryan if i'm not mistaken over on the um playstation blog but um yeah the quote says developers are vital to the heart and soul of the gaming community and we understand the hardships and financial dot 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 struggles that many small gaming studios are facing sorry that ran off the page um that was the whole quote though so i just thought that was a pretty cool thing though that playstation is doing right now they don't have to be giving us free games but here they are giving us free games the only issue is that um, because these two games are actually PlayStation Plus games, so if you got them from PlayStation Plus, then uh, you can't download them for free. 
So yeah, now that's just the only like that's that's just the only thing. Like I don't super care. It is I'm annoying. PlayStation Plus, I feel like Same for the thing. foreseeable yeah. future, future, but like other people who like turn it off every once in a while. Mm-hmm. See, and I never got Journey, so like, and I'm been I've been PlayStation Plus, so I must have missed it or something. Um, but the if you no don't, actually, I... Alex, this is for this is just for this is free for everybody, not for PlayStation Plus members. I'm sorry. No, yeah, I know that, but I'm saying if you already downloaded these as a PlayStation, oh, Plus as game, a Plus member, I got what you're saying. Then now. you can't then you can't download it. Yeah, it is so weird how they they need to fix that so bad, dude, because PS Now is the same way, dude. I can't buy Doom on there because I have it downloaded from now. It's like, come on, I want to spend more money. I want to give you more money, PlayStation. Just let me give you more money. Yeah, that is so weird. Hmm. But they're great They're great games. I mean, the Uncharted collection is, I mean, by, by far, if you're looking for an action adventure, uh, there you go. Um, and Journey is just a beautiful game. So mm-hmm. I really recommend hopping on journey now to while it is free um a part of this quote that got deleted too of course or part of this was um the date so i think it's until the fifth of next month that they're giving this out for free but i would highly recommend hopping into journey um between that time period because the multiplayer in that game is really unique and uh really sparked a lot of multiplayer for other games such as like dark souls and um you know games that we praise now um like death stranding and stuff like that so um i think that's really where that kind of multiplayer came from so now would be the time to do it um but next up more playstation news guys we are just riding this playstation train all day um fourth up on the news roundup we have uh ps5 stock will be very limited in its first year according to a bloomberg um uh reporting uh, they basically have sources familiar with them, um, with the matter, says that Sony is to produce less PS5 units in the first year than they did with the PS4. Uh, for a little bit of reference there, the PS4 sold 18.5 million units its first year, which outpaced the best-selling console of all time, the PS2. Um, so, I don't know, what do you guys think that's going to mean for the first year? How many, I guess as a, a quick prediction here, do you guys uh, have any predictions of how many units they will hit? I don't know about the first. I don't know about year, that, but I don't know about that. But what what this is going to mean is there's going to be a lot more scalpers out there. Oh, and, that, uh, absolutely! I hate that. And, and and I feel like I feel like if I don't reserve it the minute that I get a chance to reserve it, I won't get one. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and and that's sad. I I mean I get it where they're at and what's going on with the world and that's what's happening, but. You know, what's going to make me mad is, is like, you know, when the NES Classic was out and there was none anywhere and, like, people were, like, on Facebook Marketplace with, like, oh, hey, I got, like, four of them, yeah, you know? Yeah. And one for $200. Yeah, and they weren't even ones that appreciated the system. We're going to see a lot of that, um, you know, and I want one, and I'm going to, the minute I can reserve it, I'm going to reserve it and pay it all off, and it's done. Yeah, So, But it sucks because I may or may not get one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm super interested in getting one and all that. I try to get one at launch, but um, yeah, that's it's scary not knowing if you'll get one at launch. But at the same time, I got my PS4 at launch, and the only game I had was Knack, and <laughs> yeah, I didn't I get another tried. game until like a year or two later. Yep, I was going to remind everybody, um, you know, the, the PlayStation came out in October, I got mine in November, and I had, I go back and look at my trophies every once in a while, and it was 2K14 and Injustice, 
Those are the first mm. games that I had in 2013. Wow. I didn't, yeah, so it was like, I didn't even start buying real games until summer of 2014, even, you know, fall, um, fall 2014. So, uh, to me, I think, yeah, we all pretty much share the same sentiment here that I won't be too bummed if I miss out on the console the first year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've, I've been telling everybody that I want to get it on day one, sure, but... I think with the increasing rate of games that we have that are, like, cross-play nowadays and, um, you know, just in general, like, yeah, everything can be played with everybody now. So I I don't think we're going to run into too many issues with me playing games with people on the PS5 still. Like, you Mm -hmm. know, I think we're going to be playing a lot of the same games together still, um, which is a little bit different than other console you know, generations, I will admit, they never had anything where Xbox One players and 360 players could play together until they introduced backwards compatibility. But um, I do think that we will see that straight up day one at launch where I will be able to play, you know, Call of Duty, for instance, with uh, my, you know, PS5 friends if I have my PS4 copy. Yeah, I mean, I, I, do I want one day one? Yeah. Um, but, you know, we both know, like, Alex is talking like what you had day one for ps4 yeah i had knack too because there really wasn't anything out there um i had knack and then i think it was the uh what was it the uh space ninja game that's free on playstation network is what i got um so it, it it's gonna be a weird year because the, both these systems i think are gonna be hard to get uh that and the new xbox uh it's just gonna piss me off when i'm seeing two people buy two different consoles in line because they want to sell one online that's gonna suck that's going to yeah. suck for the people that really just want one console for themselves. Sure. I'm also I, curious, I, though, just because of the world it is now, how many people are actually going to be successful with scalping as much? You know, that's still going to be a thing, dude, unfortunately. No, I, under, I understand that yeah. scalping is still going to be a thing. But I'm just saying, like, normally scalping, you know, like, it's a lot more. But because a lot of people don't, depending on how long this crisis goes, like the actual profit might be a little lower than it normally is. It's yeah, true. It still de- depends on the demand for the product right at launch. Yeah. And um, I do think Sony still has a ways to go in selling people the PS5, especially with kind of what I was referencing earlier with how, like, seamless this generational jump's going to be, you know? Because, mm-hmm. like, uh, these are just going to be more powerful PS4s, essentially. So, um, yeah. they, they got to still sell me a new product, and they haven't done that yet. You know, they've just shown me a prettier better playstation so um but yeah i I don't know man i don't i don't see them hitting even like 15 million units the first year unfortunately i I think with everything going on in the world uh production is going to be super down i just found a number two they sold seven million in five months so that's yeah there's just no way i could see maybe like five million in that amount of time and then scalpers and everything it's just like they're only going to have a few million players you know it's going to be pretty sad so I'm I'm curious though as well because um, Last of Us Part Two got delayed indefinitely. Oh, um, I'm curious up if... to the next news. Mm. That's literally the next piece of All news, right. by the way. So hey, number five on the news roundup. Alex, go cool. at it. Okay. Well, I was just curious to see if like since it is actually delayed indefinitely, if it will um, not necessarily be a launch title, but be pretty close. Like maybe because the game should be essentially done maybe they're gonna like tweak it for ps5 and make it ps5 better and all those other things to where maybe it is worth it to get ps5 at launch or close to launch because then 
you can play the last of us part two in the best way it can be played yeah i think I mean, you that's um a, that's a smart decision on their end if they do that yeah yeah there's there's still the um uh, the developmental hardships, you know, that they're facing, I'm sure, too, just with um, working from home and everything, too. So I mm-hmm. honestly think any uh, any schedule that they did have kind of went out the window, probably, and they may have had to start from scratch or definitely um, delayed the schedule, I'm sure. So I, I really don't think it's that kind of situation right now. I see it being more the other hand where, um, you know, they're probably just moving on to polishing things right now instead of working on something completely new. Um, mm-hmm. and let's, yeah, yeah, except whatever they had down the pipeline as is, you know, but I do think things, uh, with, with everything happening, you know, I think things probably just got delayed too, unfortunately, but, um, yeah. not saying that the game's not finished or anything because I even, uh, I think that the game is completely done. Uh, I still believe that they're not releasing it purely because of a sales standpoint, you know, um, mm-hmm. retailers and everything that aren't set up. That's my, that's my biggest guess is why they delayed it has ghost um, of tsushima been delayed yet no not yet just iron man and the last of us 2 okay hmm. this is gonna be a crazy crazy summer and fall because you know we had all these huge movies coming out like between now um <clears throat> next starting next month through the summer it's always a big movie uh time period so there's all these movies got pushed back um You've got games being pushed back. It's going to be weird in the fall when we're all expecting these giant, you know, huge blockbuster games to come out and stuff like that. And then we just, I don't really see us having very many, you know? Yeah. Uh, it should and be really I, weird this year. I, I do think we'll get more games and stuff in, um, in that regard compared to, like, movies. Uh, just because, you know, it is possible to, to do a lot of their work from home, thankfully. So a lot yeah. of these developers and stuff aren't out of work. Uh, mm. People making movies straight up, like, you know, you have to be crowded together and um, be working with, you know, 50-plus people at, at one point in time. So, um, yeah, it's, it's going to be weird. Like, there was definitely, I think, a, a strange... Uh, naive feeling that we all had at the beginning of the year. Like, even the beginning of this month, I, I just... I don't know. I, I thought The Last of Us was still going to be uh, coming out, honestly, but on time since they were so far along yeah. development. But I guess everything else, you know, um, with, uh, you know, just production of physical copies and actual, you know, distribution and stuff, you know, down the pipeline just gets fucked up. And then, um, yeah, man, it's it's crazy the impacts it can all have. So, um, yeah, hopefully, hopefully, though, you know, they can figure a lot of this out and hopefully... I, I kind of just want to see them take the plunge and release it digitally, you know, and just be like, hey, um, we know we're going to take a financial hit from this, but here's the game. The work's done. Our guys need to work on something new. So, yeah, who knows yeah. What, what we're going to see, though. Um, we have one more piece of news, guys, and I'm sure you can guess what it is, sticking with the PlayStation theme. Uh, number six. Like a new con- Number control is the new controller, I bet. You got it right, Ben. PlayStation just revealed. Just revealed. This is an old segment, man. We haven't recorded in a while. Uh, but yeah, yeah, they revealed the DualSense. <laughs> um, it's the new wireless like, game what, controller. Like, what, two weeks ago? Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. I've been in a funk, so we didn't record news for a while, guys. No, it's all right. Uh, no, you're good. I was trying to think of how long ago it was. That's why we had this and The Last of Us on here, though. So mm. I definitely wanted to touch up on these. This has been, in my opinion, these last two have been the biggest pieces of news we've gotten. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, this news came from 
Hida, Hidaaki Nishino, uh, PlayStation's senior vice president over at the uh, PlayStation blog. Uh, so yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool stuff. Did you guys see it? Yeah. Does it do a little sense? Yeah, what do you think? Yeah. Um, looks the cross between a PlayStation controller and like a Switch Pro controller. Like it's pretty bulky. It has some heft to it, but um, it looks playable. I don't know. It looks comfortable. It looks kind of comfortable. I feel. It does. Yep, I agree. Definitely a mix between the Xbox and Switch controller for sure. Yeah, I just don't like you the colors. Just the same. colors, I I like it. Do you know what it looks like? It literally looks like. Uh, every time I see it, it reminds me of these suits from um, Avengers Endgame that they all were wearing when they were like. Yeah. That's what it <laughs> reminds me of. Uh, I think yeah. it's great. I, it looks bigger, um, which I'm not too worried about uh i showed it to my son he goes oh so they're ripping off xbox now i'm like no i said i don't think they're doing that i think it looks great I, i'm with alex i would love to see some other colors yeah uh, they better white. have another color geez like i i find that thing hideous honestly i i kept an open mind the first like few days i saw it i'm not gonna lie i told myself i'm like this is ugly uh, you know, let me give it a day or two. It'll settle in. It'll look better. I keep looking at that thing on on the internet, and I'm just like, they could have just made it any other color scheme, and I think I would have liked it more. <laughs> yeah. Anything else? Anything else? Like, <laughs> yeah, you could put freaking like orange on that thing. I don't like orange very much. For that orange and blue place. controller, though, for PS4, it looks nice. I like that one. It's okay. I like, yeah, orange and blue contrasting colors. Yeah. Good job, Sony. You got the color wheels right there. But um, no, they could have. I don't know, man. I just don't like white things, I guess. What do you think this means for the like console itself? Do you think it's going to be uh, mostly black with white uh, tones or mostly white with like black uh, undertone? I, I didn't even think about that. I didn't think that the controller would actually impact oh, or that's why like how the... That's why we do this, Alex, to get these questions out of the way. Yeah. People want to uh... know. Jeez. Well, since the controller is very white with like kind of black you said the I controller think is that very be... white i think if you look at the back of it though i think it's like 50 50 is it uh now let me man I, I was looking at these pictures of, yeah i know i was looking at these pictures the other night and the, they don't have a clear shot of the back but the way the side picture had it i i don't know i think the back is i okay now now you can see the white on the back too of the bottom of the paddle. So, mm -hmm. so I'm assuming know, yeah. I'm it just gonna call it now. So yeah, it's mostly white with some black. Mm -hmm. The the console's gonna be the opposite. Call it now. Okay. Okay. Mostly black. I I, I think it's white. It, it's definitely I think it definitely opens up to be hey so what is that system gonna look like now you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. yeah i like speculating these kind of things i've seen a bunch of the uh mock-ups and stuff that people have done a lot of them coming out of dreams are really cool looking too i think it's i i think that this is maybe just like one of the ones they're going to offer um is my thought because traditionally the controller they usually do with the systems is black traditionally um so yeah, maybe like the they're gonna yeah i, I mean maybe they're gonna this is like one of the ones you could buy day one. There you go. I, I, I'm like Alex, and I don't really like white so much. 
Um, I like some of the cooler colors, and I mean, you yeah. guys have seen the ones I have, but I just, mm-hmm. I would love if they did maybe like a, a black and blue. Yeah. And then, yeah. I think that'd be, I think that'd be awesome. Or a red one. No doubt they have limitless options there having the two-tone, which is cool, but I don't think that they would have shown us anything outright right now that is not coming out of the box. So that is probably what we're getting with our console, I would imagine, day one. And I don't know how I feel about that because white things do get dirty. They um, do. And I don't yes. even, like, I baby my things, too, my controllers and such. But, you know, I have friends and, um, you know, a fiancé that don't, you know, necessarily baby them as much as I do. So um, things that I, I think about, um, I don't like white on consoles. Like Yeah, so originally, before Crisis and stuff happened, um, I was thinking that, I don't know if we were talking about as well, that there might be multiple SKUs for the PS5. Mm-hmm. That's probably not a possibility anymore. No, yeah, I, I definitely am not. On no, that, yeah. but I was going to yeah. say is that what if there are two different SKUs with like one had this controller, one had another controller. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. That'd be interesting too, but that just increases production price and stuff too from the get go. And it doesn't make sense from a financial point. So, um, yeah, I think that's the controller we're getting with the PS5 boys. Uh, yeah. You got to deal with it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> If that's the least of my worries, now I have a white controller. Um, you can't tell that it's white, uh, mostly because when my dog was a puppy, I left that controller down on the ground. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's got two marks on it. Um, my son loves it. He's like, it adds extra grip to it. I'm like, <laughs> sure. I, I can't stand the look of the thing. Um, you know? Just looking at the bright side, geez. Yeah, and that's when I have the other one that I have. It's like the, the maroon and the, like the teal. Uh, that's yeah. my main one that I use. Um, but, you know, hand it to Sony. I, I, I think it's great they did this, but where the hell is the system? Show the system. See, I, I actually think they're being relatively smart right now. This seems like they've been drip-feeding us some different information every week or two now, just getting us excited. I think that they're just saving all these for different reveals, you know? Like, this was their plan. Um, hey, show them the... Uh, Show them the controller so that gets news for the week or two. And, hey, show them the console here in, you know, a month or whatever. So that makes news rounds for the whole month. Um, yeah, I don't know. They're starting to say more about it. We have all the console specs. We know what the controller right. looks like. The only things that are left are the price, which um, I actually did cut a report, too. Did you guys see that news story? Yes, I did. Yeah, it's not confirmed, but it looks like the console is going to be 500 to 550 um, from different reports. Um, which I totally buy. It did seem very legit. Pretty much every site was reporting on that. So mm-hmm. um, something to look into as well. I think we'll be looking at a $500 console, though. But, I, I agree. Uh, I, I, who oh, knows? sorry. Yeah. I was going to say, who knows? I mean, did, did, did um, has Microsoft released their price yet? No, yeah, no. they're both on the same page. I think they're waiting for Microsoft you think? to say something. Yeah. Okay, so Sony's going going second, you think? I think so. I honestly do, because Microsoft like already knows when their thing's coming out. Like for sure, they said this time. Uh, Sony hasn't really said. They've hinted at like holiday and stuff like that, but they haven't concretely like said that's coming out holiday, have they? Yeah, no, they both have. Um, and Sony actually just in a statement last week too did say something like. To to basically to the degree, degree that they are not um, 
moving from this year. So they okay. both are still planning on launching consoles this year. Um, okay. Because yeah. I know the Xbox word. did for sure mm-hmm. in their last like thing when they showed off the the new system. But you guys are about to hear a very strange sound. Hold on. Did you guys hear that? Yes. Oh man, the sticker waxing? on my laptop was peeling off no um and i just ripped it yeah, off yeah sound like waxing yeah <laughs> doesn't sound like i'm like hey i mean no wonder yeah, no wonder you want to turn the camera off for you guys yeah that's why i shut the camera off exactly oh, you're, you're like you're like let's turn cameras off now and that's why. enough about my leg hairs do you guys have the drop pulled up by any chance i believe um, so is this is the time or we move on to the drop I'm going to go ahead and start since I haven't pulled up. Um, Let's see here. Uh, PS4 out digitally on April 23rd. This one has a date. Sweet. This is uh, Aces of the Multiverse. Aces of the Multiverse is a game that is played in multiple parallel realities. On the one hand, we have science fiction characters competing in an exciting tournament. On the other hand, there are players from a real universe and with the help of their... Uh, Explora Smartwatch, that's a word that's made up. Uh, they can unlock new characters, teams, and stadiums. I don't know what kind of game that is, but okay. Hmm. Sure. Sure. Uh, Who wants to go next? I, I guess I can go. I have it pulled up. Um, oh, cool. So Azure, Striker, Gunvolt, Striker Pack. Interesting. Um, PS4 <laughs> Digital out uh, April 24th. This is basically like a Mega Man Zero, a Mega Man X type game. Um, that's been on, like, 3DS and, um, I'm not even reading the thing right now. Uh, like, 3DS and, like, Switch and stuff like that. It's been out for a long while. So A bunch of installments, yeah. Yeah. So, Azure Striker Gunvolt Striker Pack brings the electrifying 2D side-scrolling action games Azure Striker Gunvolt Azure, and Azure Striker Gunvolt 2 to PS4 in one single package. Featuring a robust cast of characters that are fully voiced in Japanese and over 25 <laughs> vocal tracks, the world of Gunvolt provides excitement at every turn. Exclusive to the PS4 version, a brand new vocal track, Final Station, is included. You're supposed to be excited about that uh, because there's an exclamation point. And I was laughing because you said in Japanese, but I was really laughing just because it's that featuring a robust cast of characters that are fully voiced, like... God, that is so generic. Like, what a robust <laughs> cast of characters. You don't say. Okay, all right. I'm sorry. I'll stop complaining. I mean, it's a, it's a, what do you call it? Like, it's a platformer. So, like, normally oh, you don't get a lot of voice acting and platforming. So they want to show, like, hey, there's actual like story, guys. It's Mega Man X, but it's not. Okay. It's <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, that's swell. Well, I, I get a uh, deliver us, deliver us the moon. Um, it's on PS4 digitally. Out April 24th, uh, Deliver Us the Moon is a sci-fi thriller set in an apocalyptic near future where the Earth's natural resources are depleted. A lunar colony provides its vital supplement of energy has gone silent. A lone astronaut is sent to the moon on a critical mission to save humanity from extinction. Will you be mankind's first I'm sorry. Will you save mankind or be the forgotten in the dark abyss of space? Gotta love those, um, you know, vital. Um, what does it say up here? Um, okay, it says, uh, yeah, uh, they send a lone astronaut on a critical mission to save humanity. Like, get real. Yeah, that's, 
that, what the hell? <laughs> instead of sending more than one, we're like, nope, nope, you get one. That's wow, what our budget you know, allows. That's all we need to save humanity, you know. I'm sure there was a, a valid reason for them to just send one person to save us all. Um, yeah. Guard Duty. Uh, next, it's PS4, PS Vita. It's a digital cross-buy one, so that's pretty cool. Um, I'll have to check if the trophies are, you know, separate lists. Um, discover how the story of a mysterious agent and the future of a castle guard from years past are linked in this traditional point-and-click adventure game. Oh, point-and-clicker, cool. Um, under the watch of a loyal castle guard, someone has snuck into the kingdom and kidnapped the princess. A thousand years later, a, a joint agent Starborn to save the Earth and vanquish the evil that has been around for centuries. Hmm, alright, well, you know, that's cool. I totally forgot, uh, speaking of point-and-click adventures, have you guys ever played, um... Night Trap, the old, yes. like, the 80s PC. I've never point. played it. I've seen it be played. Uh, that and the other game that that company made. Um, uh, it's definitely... Uh, I got nothing. Uh, anyway, both of those games are on sale for $3 on the Switch. I bought them. Uh, Double Switch. That's the name of the other one, by the way, because it's got Switch in the title. Uh, yeah, they're like 3 bucks though. I think it's funny, real quickly, when that game came out, my friend's like, hey, I got this game, we gotta go play it. And it was like a scandalous thing that we were gonna play this game. Um, we went, were in his room, and like, anytime he heard footprints, he would, or like, people coming up the stairs, he would turn the TV off. You know? But then you play it, and you're like, it really wasn't that bad. I mean, no, it's, it's really honestly, wasn't. it's really bad, I think, uh, playing it now. And I am a guy who loves VNs and um, just uh, point and clickers and any type of. Uh, traditional or non-traditional adventure game but uh this game is it's the way it functions just like it's so hard to play now it doesn't explain anything Uh, a lot of elements are random and it is too frustrating for me i keep dying before the 10 minute marker and it's only 27 minutes (laughs) long so um yeah do not recommend it yeah, Sorry. I remember though that game really quick se- uh, segue I guess. Yeah. Um, when that game came out, um, and they basically created the was that the, the game that they created the ESRB for? But because there's like um, some sort of like uh, um, trial or whatever, and the president of Nintendo at the time, uh, Nintendo of America, said Night Trap will never be on a Nintendo console. <laughs> I uh, well, I just uh, got it for four bucks the other day, Nintendo, so eat my shorts. Um, go ahead with the, um, Jesus, the drop. Help will come tomorrow. Sorry, whatever it's called. Yeah. This is the drop. Um, uh, PS4, today, digital. Um, in a Siberian wilderness on the eve of October Revolution, passengers must survive a catastrophe on a Trans-Siberian ra- railway train. Manage scarce resources and stay alive in the frosty wilderness of Siberia until help arrives, facing dangers, their own weaknesses, and above all, their own prejudice. <laughs> okay. Oh, what is October Revolution? I, uh, something. Um, sure. Hmm. All right. All right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I get a Moto GP20. It's a digital and retail out. out April 23rd on PS4. Uh, Rev your engines up for a new chapter of MotoGP series. MotoGP 20 is back with a revived managerial career mode and more. Awaiting you are even more realistic graphics, improved gameplay, and a new way to experience the historic content and all the excitement of 
2020 season. Are these I guys still like having do... like a, a season? Like, are these people still? I don't know. Things? I doubt it. I mean, those games come out like twice a year, so. Yeah. Well, I know like all sports and stuff are just canceled right now, so like I doubt there's any racing of any sort going on in the world, right? Somebody uh, tell me. No. Confirm with me that I'm right. I don't know. I feel right about that. You're right. Um, I think you're right. <laughs> I needed that validation. Uh, moving on, Obey Me. Coming out, um, PS4 digitally. Set in a modern world, heaven and hell are locked in a millennial conflict for the souls of mankind. Vanessa Held, a lowly souls huntress in the infernal ranks, and her hellhound companion, Monty, will tip the balance of war with their own hands. Monty. I like that. That's a good pet name. All right. Predator Hunting Grounds, uh, digital retail, um, out April 24th. Uh, Hunter Be Hunted, this asymmetrical multiplayer shooter that pits human against predator. As part of a fire team, complete missions before the predator finds you, or be the predator and hunt your prey. Hmm. Did anyone play the demo when this was out? Nah. I played it at my uh, manager's conference in September, and I thought it was cool. Um, I didn't like playing as the predator at all. Uh, jumping around from treetop to treetop felt, and this is uh, beta, so mind you, this is actually, it might have been pre-beta, I'm not sure, but um, this is an early build regardless. Uh, it felt really not fun, dude, being like stealth in the trees and stuff, and that was a large majority of the gameplay, but once you were on the ground attacking and stuff, uh, setting your traps and using your traps and everything felt really good. Um, the shooting was also a lot of fun. So, like, playing as just one of the normal soldiers was a blast. Like, the shooting felt really good. So, um, I would compare the shooting to, like, Payday. It's not quite as crisp as, you know, Call of Duty is per se. Which is funny, because these two, uh, the booths were set up pretty close together in the PlayStation grounds, though. That's where the, the Call of Duty stage was set this year. And, um, yeah, I went straight from Call of Duty to playing this game right afterwards. And I didn't have to wait very long for Predator. So I got in, like, immediately after playing Call of Duty. And, you know, like, I am always the guy that says Call of Duty is the best shooter if anything doesn't feel like it. You know, go back to the drawing board or whatever. Um, this game, like, yeah, it didn't give me that utter, like, sense of disappointment where I was like, man, I could not play this. So, I mean, I, I think it'll be fun. We'll have to wait and see. Mm-hmm. I, I, I get a Spuds Unearthed uh, PS4 digitally out April 24th. Uh, fight to build your own Spud tribe and make your own planet prosper in this hilarious action strategy game with a dash of playing God. Journey to different planets, upgrade your heroes, and create new weapons for your galactic conquests. So that's weird. So it's potatoes, but it's like, yeah. I don't know. There was someone, someone had some sort of mushrooms when they made that, but sure. No, they had potatoes when they made that. <laughs> they had something. <laughs> uh, Super Man. Dodgeball out. PS4 digitally. Uh, this isn't your regular dodgeball game. Uh, that's not what that sentence says. This isn't your regular dodgeball. You can't just eliminate the whole team by hitting them with a ball. You'll need to reduce the opposing team's HP to zero to win the game. That's what it says. All right. Interesting. So wait, yeah, I guess funny. this is already it's out. Turn, turn-based dodgeball. Yeah. Yeah, but so this is a part of the Double Dragon and Kunio Kun thing, it seems. So oh, like, yeah, it's yeah. like part of the. Bundle. So was it like DLC then? 
I have no I idea. Or like a, just they added a new game to it because that's what kind of seems like. You know, I've been seeing. I, it's probably one of those you know download it for four ninety nine things. Um, I'll have to check it out though. I'm not too. Yeah. too I, sure. I played Super Dodgeball. It's on the. It's on the Nintendo on the Switch NES app or whatever. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, you're right, it is. I haven't played it on there. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, this just seems like it's added to the collection. It doesn't seem like an actual release release. So. I see. Just the oh, way that this... looks. Okay. But who knows? <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know, sure. it's a PlayStation. Yeah. Um, but anyway, next, we mm. get this game. Trials of Mana. Uh, digital and retail out April 24th. The Trials of Mana remake seamlessly brings the beloved story and characters of Seiken Densetsu 3, the third game in the Mana series, to modern gamer. To modern oh, to the modern gamer. Okay, I was about to say. Um when the world was shrouded in darkness, the goddess of mana drew forth the Ma- sword of mana to smite the eight Bene- Benevodons? Benevodons? Monsters of destruction. <laughs> Ellipsis. Yeah, that's a uh, that's a made up word, don't feel bad. Yeah, but I played um, Second Sets Three um, on the Mana Collection or Collection of Mana or whatever on my Switch, uh, the actual like Super Nintendo game, and it's pretty cool from what I played. So, but yeah, this is just a complete reimagining of it. It seems. Uh, yeah, back when I was um, still at the store six, seven, however many weeks ago uh, when I was working. Uh, yeah, a lot of people are asking about this, actually, so, um, yeah, I'm sure it's going to be pretty popular. Yeah. I'm I've never sure. really played any of the Trials games, so. Oh, yeah. Mm. Mana games are really good. Well, yeah, I... Games, sorry, yeah. Yeah. As Alex got something really cool, I get this, what this is. This is Wonderblade. <laughs> uh, the princess was captured by a villainous maniac again. What are you waiting for? Grab your weapon. Free the present, president, princess, and save the world with all those sweet combos, killer finishing moves, and devastating magic abilities. The bad guys won't know what hit them. Don't forget to wear a costume to make you a one-of-a-kind adventurer. Okay, sure. Okay. Sounds like Mario. All right. Is that <laughs> exactly. That is the last That's game. The last Look at that. We're done with the blog Ooh. and the drop. Nice stuff, guys. Anything else y'all want to touch on before we wrap this news up? Um, I will just say, really, I guess news, not really. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's the episode in general. Episode in general. Um, so yesterday I tweeted out about it. Uh, I'm kind of dating this episode, depending on when it airs. But um, I tweeted out that I beat Final Fantasy VII Remake, and we talked about that a little bit ago. But mm-hmm. I wanted to play my PSP. And I wanted to play Crisis Core again because it just made me want to play that game because it's been a long time since I played Crisis Core. So I get my PSP. I try to find it. I eventually find it. I find Crisis Core. I put it in. And then I'm like, my PSP feels kind of weird. What is this? I open up battery compartment and the battery is swollen. Like it's bulging. Oh, yikes. Yeah, that's dangerous. Um... (laughs) Um... Probably from heat, unfortunately. Yeah. So what I ended up having to do, I had to go uh, today, because I found out last night about it. Uh, this afternoon, I went over to like a Battery Plus or whatever store, and I had to call them since they only had curbside. I was like, hey, 
I have a bulging battery. Can I, can I drop this off? So I had to just like drop it off in front of the door and they would like pick it up later. <laughs> yeah, but I'm happy I found so... somewhere because I can't just throw it away since it's a bulging battery. So now I have to find right. a new battery. So I had to buy one at some point. But I played a little bit of the game um, of Crisis Core. It was fine. But I just can't unplug it. Otherwise, I lose everything. Devastating. Um, man, I haven't busted out my PSP in forever. You kind of make me want to play some Crisis Core myself. So. Yeah, you might want to take a look at that battery. Uh, yeah, I had a, yeah, dude. Mine's been in the box, thankfully, for the last few years. It shouldn't be too bad, but who knows? I mean, mine so. was in like a box and Ziploc bag and like other things, and I had starting it for to years. scare me, Alex. I don't want to check now. I'm just saying though, <laughs> that place is still open, so you should be able to just drop it off in front, and they'll be like, "Why is there another PSP battery here?" See if I get around to opening it up or not. Well, okay, everyone. Thank you guys for uh, <laughs> listening. If you listened, uh, this has been the 13th episode of the Get Addict Gaming podcast. We're going to try to get back to our normal schedule from now on. So um, look forward to three episodes a week starting after uh, the one that we recorded after this tonight. So, um, but yes, thanks for joining us. You can find me on. Um, twitter you can find alex on twitter all that good stuff so uh goodbye goodbye later Stop.